This is Open Encounters. Hear the voices of the people who have crossed the Mediterranean Sea. Now they're on their next journey of settling their lives in Italy and beyond. Their voices on Open Encounters from migrants of the Mediterranean. Hello. Hi, Bapa. Hi. It's Pamela. How are you? I'm good today. It's nice to hear your voice. I'm glad that we finally had a chance to talk. Thanks for being here. Thank you. And so how was your day at work today? It sounds like you had a long day. A little bit stressed and boring. (laughs) Stressful and boring. Tell me. The rain was coming and the work was a little bit packed today. Okay, so you had some bad weather today then? Yeah. And we're talking to you in Passau, Germany, right? Mm -hmm. So there's so much that's been going on, Bapa, and when we first started speaking, it was just at the start of the COVID-19 lockdown. Um, And, you know... We had spent a lot of time talking to people who were on in lockdown and what their experience was, but then so quickly as things opened up, it moved into so many other topics. We were talking about labor, and I know you have work experience there, which I'd love to talk about, um, but then we also, with, um, with the unrest that began in the, in the U.S. Uh, a few weeks ago now, around Memorial Day, Um, with the murder of George Floyd, now we've had these bigger discussions about race and racism too. Um, So this is something, um, all of these things I would love to talk to you about. But I guess first, to begin, let me ask you, how how are you during uh, during the COVID coronavirus? Are you have you stayed healthy? Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me. Welcome. It's a pleasure. And I'm healthy. I'm always healthy because I'm working. I'm doing sports. Yeah, and so and so for during the COVID nineteen lockdown, were there were there people around you who who got sick, or did everybody around you stay healthy too? I have some of my friends. Mm-hmm. But we are not living in the same, um, how do you say, it? in the same state. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, for example, they are living like in 200 kilometers away from me, where I am living. Mm-hmm. And some of them got affected with DC. Really? And they were, yeah, and because they were living in, in, in Asylheim. Do you know what I mean by Asylheim? I don't. You have to tell me because I don't speak German. Just a few words. <laughs> <laughs> It is like um, an an asylum asylum camp. Okay. Okay. So it's like a housing camp. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. So that is where you will be staying when you ask for asylum in Germany. Okay. Until they they give you a positive result. If you don't have a positive result, you are going to remain there. I don't know how long. Maybe ten years. I don't know. It's something like this. So some of them got with someone who have the disease, and mm. there were like ten of them. They were oh, no. infected with this thing, and they were in the hospital. But up to now, they are doing good. Oh, I'm glad I, to I, hear I, it. Uh, yeah. This was my big concern as uh, the disease spread very quickly in Italy. Is that um, if yeah. it ended up in one of the migrant housing camps there, there's so many people concentrated in one house that um yeah. yeah it became a bit alarming to imagine uh, what would happen if you know so many people got sick but um but i'm relieved to hear that your friends are all recovered thank god 
Yeah, good now. Good. And how does it feel now that lockdown has lifted and it sounds like you're back to work? So what do you do for work and when did you go back to work? Like from, from my own job, it was a little bit different from others. Because since the corona started, we are working. Mm-hmm. We have never stopped. Okay. It's like when you are working like outside, like people who are doing like construction, you know what I mean? Construction work, okay. Yeah. So the only told us the law that we have, we don't have to be too close to each another. Okay. Like we have to be like um, um, one meter away mm. from each other, you know? Okay, one meter apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it was really, really, really strange and really, really funny in another way around <laughs> when I, when I, when I sit down when I think about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, now we are having this kind of. COVID-19, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And some of us are going through hardship, like asylum. Our, our, We have not been accepted to stay in Germany. Right. And you only, you only have to do what you have to do to, right. to stay in the country. And it is not even easy to mm-hmm. have what I am doing now. You can ask everybody that mm-hmm. you want. Really? Oh, because they, they call it in Germany, like, hospital. Okay. Like, it is in English. Um, it is called like um, internship, like when you are learning something. Like it's oh, okay, job. kind of like an apprenticeship. Yeah, you know exactly. Okay. Sorry, like when you are you you are you are learning apprenticeship. Okay, like, got you it. Are going to do it like three years, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you are you right now have this apprenticeship, which is difficult to come by in Germany. Um, and you're doing construction work. What type of construction work is it? Is it on houses or buildings? Is it um, on the streets, um, in the city? Yeah, my, my, you are right. The question that, yeah, is very correct. Because in, in construction, they have different ways. The people who make the streets, you know, me, I am doing like building. Okay, right. So and that's what made it so difficult today. You had some rain and bad weather and you still had to go out. <laughs> yeah. I was having a little bit of cold, you know. Oh, <laughs> sorry to hear. But it's okay now. Okay. I'm good now. I just, I just drank the tea, and I am, I'm good. All right, good one. The tea does. The tea always works wonders. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, then, how long have you had that job? You said you've had it since COVID started, or before? In 2019. Okay, so before. September, I started. All right. Okay. And you know. Hmm. I, I just want to explain to you a little bit how these things work, you know? Please, please. Tell me, because you know yeah, what? Yeah. The truth is, Bapa, most of the people I speak to are still in Italy. So I know Italy's system quite well, but Germany, I'm still learning a lot. So it's um, I would love to hear more from you. Please, please. Yeah. So, so I will start with, when you first arrive in Germany, they have like each and every one, when you, you ask for asylum, mm-hmm. like they want to know your age. Like mm-hmm. if you are, if you are like um like a minor, tw- like like minor from twenty two, mm-hmm. twenty three downwards, they will have a school like where they will teach you a perfect German, okay. where you will learn the German language, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, despite you are learning their language, they they are still processing your asylum. So this mm-hmm. this was this was how we were doing. We were going to school. And we are processing our asylum. So okay. I think if you are, it depends on the individual. 
like if you are intelligent enough, mm-hmm. like in two years, I believe you can, I cannot say you can speak the language very perfectly because mm-hmm. it's not possible. Right. Because it takes time to learn a language. Yeah. So you will, I think you will communicate. You know, they will understand what you want to say. Mm-hmm. And they, you will understand them. I, I think this kind of way. But in another hand, the government will still tell you they are the one who is paying for you to go to school. Mm-hmm. They will still give you a negative result on your asylum. Uh-huh. And they told you, hey, your asylum is finished. Now you have to leave the country. Oh, my gosh. With an immediate, yeah, with an immediate effect. So when you get, uh, when you're in that asylum process, um, they send you to school so you can learn the language. And this is this is great. This is a great point for integration. So you can communicate with the people around you and they can communicate with you. Um, yep. But you're saying that once you go through that process and if your asylum is not approved, if you get a negative, then you're asked to not just leave the camp, but also like the housing camp, but also um, the country. Is that right? Yeah, they will give you to, they will give you what they call um ultimatum. You know what I mean by ultimatum? No, you have to tell me that too. Um, like they have to give you an alternative. Okay. Like they will say, like they will give you like it is written in the letter, like either you appeal mm-hmm. of the decision or you leave the country immediately. And what? So, okay, go ahead. No, no, just ask. No, well, I was just going to ask, um, I was just going to ask, uh, like, what your options are if you, if you decide not to appeal and you say, okay, I'll leave the country, what realistically can you do uh, if you don't have a job or money to pay for transportation outside of the country? And, and then, of course, what country do you go to? You know, like, I am talking about what I know, like, most, mm-hmm. most of my friends went to because I am talking in terms of experience, you know. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people in Germany. I don't know all of them. Yeah, yeah. Some might have, some, some might have a, another different chances, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, know, I know more than 100 people. This is how I see it. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, they will give you a ultimate time. They will say, you have to leave the country within the next two weeks. But you can appeal against the decision. The, the mere fact you appeal in the court mm-hmm. that the decision is not correct, they are going to extend your stay in the country for like um, three months until the court decides what they will do to you. Okay, you know? so so you you make your appeal. If you say, well, I'd yeah. like to appeal this decision, then they extend things yeah. for about three months, and then you take it from there and see what the outcome is after that. Yeah. Okay. It, it forms very, maybe they will, they, they will send you a letter, they will say, Okay, now we are going to look about it. Yes, maybe in one year. They okay. will not contact you for one year. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in my own case, I was like one year, two months. Really? And you wait for a year and two months? months? Yeah. And because I was trying to learn the language. So they called me in the court because they have rejected me. So unfortunately, when I went to the court and they were talking to me, they said, now you have to leave the country. You have been in the country for some like some years. Um, can you tell us anything that you have achieved individually? Have you learned the language? Have you done anything personally? Mm-hmm. And um, I showed them my, my school results. Mm-hmm. And I told them like I am I am doing good. I am integrating. 
I am playing football in my area. Great. And yeah, I was having some of my friends that are, they are white and they also helped me to convince them. You know? They did. That's nice that you had that community there to support you. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't end there. They told me like, still, they are not going to, to say anything. They will get back to me, you know, like, and I try, I apply, because the work in Germany, mm-hmm. you, you have to apply, because 97% of the, the immigrants that are living in the country are not working. Oh, so, really? So, okay. Yeah, that's true. So, so, so for them to allow me to work, it is really, like, I would say, like, it is really a miracle. Wow. Um, really. Yeah, it's not easy. Can I ask it's you a question really- about um, about work and labor in Germany? Um, and this is in contrast, again, to Italy, where I know many people working in Italy in the migrant community do not have contracts to work. Um, their labor is usually exploited, meaning that the people who are hiring them in farm fields, in the agricultural field in particular, especially there, um, will will hire guys for maybe a couple of euros an hour, or maybe it's just 25 or 20 euros a day, but there's no contract, there's no guarantee that there's work for them the next day. It's something that they just kind of have to hope for, and they always take because there are so few options um so is that also the case in germany that it's difficult to find uh, contracted work are many people working without a contract it is different it's quite different mm. now um i will tell you like if you are if you they allow you to work like you do not have any result from the government mm. either you have positive result or negative result mm. let's say your your case is on hold and mm-hmm. they allow you to start work, you know? Mm-hmm. You will have a contract. Maybe, like, the, the owner of the company will give you a contract of five months, six months. Okay. But, yeah, but within one month, if he is winning, he will start you without no question. But in another round, like, what I am doing, it is all, like, the house below. Like, you are learning a job, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it is stated... Under the, the law, you have to do like a a, a, a probation time, mm-hmm. like five months. Okay. Which I have already done. Congratulations. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you pass the probation time, the, the contract it is written it is for three years. Wow. So they do not have the right. Yeah. So they do not have the right. The company cannot sack you. Really. The only time they have the right. The only time they have the right to sack you. Is for example, like when you when you steal from the company, like when you are working with your friend and you steal money, or you you do something that is right. criminal against you. Got it. So you do something wrong if you had bad be- bad behavior, or if you're just not you know? doing your job properly, they can fire you. But otherwise, uh, you have a guaranteed contract for three years. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. It sounds really organized, actually. Yeah, but it is it, like. Like I told you before, it is different from somebody who is working like a normal job. Mm-hmm. Because this kind of job you are learning, you are going to school like two weeks, like how I how I, I wrote to you the last time, mm-hmm. and you go for work like maybe three weeks, one month, something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it's so split up with your education the, and the apprenticeship. Yeah. Okay. And so, so how's your German right now then? Just to ask. Um, 
<laughs> I can say like good, now good. Okay. Yeah. Try. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to teach me some because I'm a little rusty. <laughs> I, I will teach you when the time is right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now let me ask then, you quickly too. Did you come through before you got to Passau, Germany? Did you you came through Italy? Yeah. Where did you land in Italy? Um, I was in Venice. Venice. You were yeah. in Venice. No, not Venice. Regina, you know. Do you know Regina? No. But I, I didn't land here. Okay. We land in, um, in Lampedusa. You, you were know? in Lampedusa, of course. I know Lampedusa, of course, of course. When and what would you remind me uh, the date of your landing in Lampedusa? Oh, yes, I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll we'll we'll I'll keep asking you so we can remember it in time together because I'm very curious if I happen to be there at the same time. About four years ago, I know that, like four to five years now. So it was 2016? Yeah, 2016. But the day, the month, I I, I forgot. Mm. All right, well, I'm going to, we'll keep talking about it. So again, I can, um, so I can help you remember. I'm very curious. I am. Yeah, because I was in Lampedusa in 2016 a lot, so I wonder if our paths crossed there and we didn't even know it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I was very young. Yeah. It was, it's funny, <laughs> it was already that long ago, you know? It's, yeah. it's funny how quickly the time has gone by from then. And, and as I always say to everyone I speak to, uh, how much has changed in that period of time too, and how much you've gone through? It's 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 like you know the more you 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 the more you the more you get more experience mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. you you will know a lot of things. You know, like it's we we are not expecting expecting this kind of life in mm. like what you expect when you when you came to Italy, when you came to Switzerland, when you came to Germany. Mm-hmm. You know, you are. You 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 we are having these kind of dreams like mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna have a good life you wanna have a, a good future mm-hmm. and all of a sudden um, everything went down you know mm-hmm. you you are not having what you expected so it's really frustrating you know, in another around and yeah I mean I'd like to talk to you about that I mean what are some of the things um, that are most frustrating for you for example when you talk about having a dream when you first arrived in Italy or even then in Germany when you left Italy you have an idea you have a dream of what things are going to be what kind of job you might have how things will look how you'll just prosper and have a happy life Um, what what are some of the things that um, are different in your reality now compared to what you thought they would be? First of all, I would say like my it is not far away from my dream, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was thinking, I was really thinking like just to have a good life, you know. Because I was having problem in my country, mm-hmm. you know. Like mm-hmm. the only thing that I was thinking about. It's just to have a good life, no problem, and no stress. But, you know, like, when it came into another country, like, situation will force it to change. Mm-hmm. Like, you will have to adapt. You know, like, so many stress, they stress you a lot in terms of 
document. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. You cannot earn because you are not working. Right. There's so and many you, restrictions. I think it's important to, as as you've described, to really call out those differences between what the dream was and what the reality is. Um, you know, um, because it's not hard to deal with, you know? I mean, you know. Yeah. But I'm proud of you. Um, it it really sounds like you are are putting a lot of work in to understand the place where you're living and to really connect with the community there, not just for the work that you do, but also with the language. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, like sometimes, um, you you don't have to sit down and watch back and you say, okay, um, my life is so bad and my life is upside down, like mm. this. These German people, or example, Italian people, the government, they are treating me so bad. You know, like, yes, it's true, but in, a, in another hand, you have to fight for what you like. Yeah. Keep fighting. I, I will advise anyone, that's all the time I told my friend, don't allow them to get into you. Try. Even if they tell you it's not possible for you, leave them. Don't argue. Keep fighting. Fight mm-hmm. in a positive way. Right, in a positive way. That's what I said. Mm, I really admire that because it's true. Um, You know, I think the thing that every person on earth deals with in their life is being told no. You can't do this, you can't do that. No. But you still have to go on anyway. And if there's something that you want and that you know is good for you, we have to use those no answers to really fuel us to try again and yeah. make it work the next time, you know, and not give up. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, it's just like the saying goes, like, if you try once and they reject you and you stop, you are a failure, you know? Mm. But if you keep on trying, keep on trying, success you shall achieve. That's what I believe. Baba, I want to thank you so much for being a guest today. Um, I think, yeah, (laughs) um, it was wonderful to talk, and I hope that we can talk again soon. Yeah, me too. In fact, (laughs) go ahead. I think I want to thank you too for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, and I hope actually that we can even see each other in person soon. Um, So let's um, let's see how things go with the travel restrictions and how um, all of the COVID nineteen restrictions uh, keep telling us no. Maybe uh, there's a way if we keep going forward, we can make it happen. Yeah, I thought now um, the the flights are all flying or or moving or, or they are not allowed. They're moving in Europe, and other parts of the world will open on July 1st. But um, the United States and um, other parts of the world are still questionable for the EU because our cases are kind of high and the disease isn't perfectly under control, not at least the way it has been under control there in Germany and, um, and across Europe. So we have to see one day at a time. I'm keeping my fingers crossed, though. So I will teach you German. Yeah, please. <laughs> please teach me some German. Bitte. <laughs> Bitte, teach me some German. And if you speak very good Italian, only time you say ciao, ciao. <laughs> I speak okay. I speak okay Italian. Definitely, yeah. definitely better than my German, let's say that. Hey, you are 
I'm Italian. So you know how to speak Italian. Well, I'm not Italian. I'm American. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were Italian. No, I'm American, and I just spend a lot of time in Italy. Yeah. My work is there, okay. so I, I'm there a lot. I will teach you. I will try my best. Okay. Me. Okay, I look forward to it. Yeah. All right, Papa, then with that, um, I'm, I send you uh, hugs and big greetings for the rest of your day. Um, and um, we'll speak again soon. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you. Okay, tschüss. Tschüss, bye-bye. Tschüss, tschüss. Thank you for listening to Open Encounters from Migrants of the Mediterranean. You can follow Migrants of the Mediterranean on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you like Open Encounters, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. Open Encounters is produced, written, and edited by me, Pamela Kirpius. Editorial and outreach by Nick O'Connell. Music by Giovanni Escalera. To read every story and to donate to humanitarian storytelling, go to migrantsofthemed.com. That's migrantsofthemed.com.